Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode is titled, If You Need Answers, Look Within. The answers we need in life don't come directly from exterior sources. We tend to find ourselves imitating other people's success to try and make that our reality. But it's highly unlikely that other people know what's best for you. We're all different, we're all unique, and we're all complete individuals. And our answers are found within ourselves, not from exterior sources. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. I'm recording at the end of a jam-packed weekend. It was a really great weekend. Started out on Friday doing some pitch and putt golf with friends. Went out for dinner and uh, enjoyed walking downtown. And then Saturday morning, we had another golf tournament, played some golf, went to our nephew's second birthday, and then went to some friend's house. And today was doing some work early in the morning and then went for uh, a nice bike ride and played pickleball. And pickleball is freaking amazing. It was the second time I played and what a game. Highly recommended. So anyways, just kind of winding down on the on the Sunday evening here and I figured I'd jump on and squeeze in a podcast. And this this episode is really inspired by a conversation I had with, with Jess yesterday. And we were kind of discussing how people get very strong, have very strong opinions and really want to portray that their way is the right way and the only way. And they'll tend to argue their point without being receptive or open to other opinions or other perceptions in the same aspect, in the same subject matter. And I'm guilty of this, as I'm sure many people are. And before my internal work, I was really awful with this. I was very close-minded and I would only believe my opinion and listen to my opinion. And it was very detrimental to my growth, to my life, to my happiness. And when I really started listening more so to uh, opening my mind to, to learning more information and then discovering what's best for me and trial doing trial and error because I listened to other perspectives and then I tried those things on myself and really discovered what was best for me and my life, that's when my life started to change and that's when I really started to begin feeling more fulfilled and uh, really just enjoying life a lot more. And today's show is called, If You Need Answers, Look Within. We need to look within because nobody has the correct answers to life. Everyone is just trying to navigate through life the best they can, but there are no clear-cut right or wrong ways. Everything in the world has been created to potentially make things easier, more difficult, and in these days, more efficient. But because they come up with an idea or a program or a product, it doesn't mean that they're right and it doesn't mean that that's the only way to do things. And as kids, we're, we're taught what everything is, how to act, how to think, how to feel, how to live. 
were mainly influenced by our parents or our teachers and were taught how to show up and perceive the world. Almost every kid is taught the same thing. We're, we're shown flashcards. We watch cartoons and they tell us what a tree is. They tell us what a car is. And we're all kind of manipulated to believe the exact same thing. And we're not really taught to interpret life our own way. We're just told what everything is and we're told how to live. How to live. We have a fixed perception of things. Um, and we, we don't really learn that we have the ability to change that and the ability to interpret things differently. But of course, as youngsters, we need that guidance. We need to stay safe and it helps us to survive and be able to, to grow and live into our older, older days um, until we can think, feel and act uh, and take our own actions. So no two people are alike. So why live like everyone else? And in today's day and age when there's so much media and so much influence by, by all these social networks and platforms and friends and family and strong opinionated people, um, more, more or less usually ran by the ego, um, everyone needs to be right or everyone needs to feel like they have the right answers. Otherwise, they, they have that fear of what else don't we know? So that ego tends to drive that, uh, really drive the show and people don't like to be wrong and people like to put that influence out there and say, this is how you should live. And even society tells us, oh, you should get a stable job. You should get a house and you should have a family. And we're, we all think that that's how we're supposed to live. But I have a story of my best friend who really contradicted this at a young age. And, and I just want to show his, uh, tell his story. So growing up, he, me and him have been best friends and we got into some trouble growing up and we were just shysters at a young age and, and we had a lot of fun. But uh, as we grew older he, he and graduated, he ended up trying to work to get on with uh, the firefighting department and worked super hard to get on that. And it's a really, really tough field to get in and it's very competitive. And he was one of the youngest people to get on and actually ended up getting through and got a solidified job with the city fire department, which is unreal and really hard to do. And he was in there and uh, and within a year or two, he, he started kind of doing yoga and getting into yoga and a bit more of the spirituality realm of things and, and kind of expanded his friendship network to these uh, kind of yogis and spiritual uh, practitioners and and he just felt like something was off with firefighting he said you know what this is the best job that I could get in the city hands down it's great it's amazing good paying you know you get to hang out with the guys all day but it's you know it's just not him and it's just not where he was at that time and he started becoming a yoga teacher and doing that more and more and just felt really like something was off and and he said you know what I, I, I don't think I want to stay with firefighting and he ended up leaving and quitting to go do learn permaculture in Hawaii. <laughs> Just a complete 180 and almost going along the lines of a bit more of a, a hippie lifestyle at that, that point in time. Surrendering this, this job, one of the best jobs that you could get in the city to just follow what his passion was at the time, which is unheard of. And firefighting is a very clicky 
group and they will talk and everyone will hear about this. So he knew that making this jump, he would get completely roasted and ripped apart uh, within that community. And he was fine with that to chase his passion, to go against the grain, to follow his answer and what is inside of him. And I thought that was absolutely spectacular. And might I add that when every time I saw him, he was just the happiest person that I would ever see. He, he was just glowing and in such a good headspace and just happy and, and fulfilled and glowing. And I was like, man, that's unreal. Like, I support you, whatever you're doing, like, even though I can't see myself doing that, like, good on you, man. Like, you went for it. You're, you're, you're going after what you really like. And then, and then he, he kind of lived that lifestyle for a while. And one thing about Jeff, he just throws himself all in at something to chase and, and, and trial and error to find his answers. And then he was, he was doing that for a while, traveling abroad, you know, very little money. And then he started thinking, well, I got to make some money here. So, so he, he started looking into investing. And before uh, the marijuana boom, I guess, in Canada, he kind of got in and, and did a lot of research and discovered that that was going to be a booming industry and invested some money into that and kind of made some Facebook uh, group pages to, to let other people know about this, especially our friends. And I ended up making some money off of it as well. And he helped, he helped me make some money. And then that kind of led into uh, him getting into the cryptocurrency space because, again, making money in investments when he didn't have a full-time job. And he did the same thing, opened some Facebook accounts and grew some some huge followings and groups. And now he has probably some of the biggest followings in the world in the crypto space. And he just launched uh, two companies within that space that are absolutely killing it and is making a ton of money <laughs> and just living abroad in the winters, living in Bali and just like going against the grain of what other people are saying to do and just really diving all in with what he's interested at that time and it's just interesting to see how things work out when to see him follow his passion and then manifest and create these amazing things it's absolutely incredible while all just being super fulfilled and happy he's truly uh, one of the biggest inspirations in my life and he's actually what inspired me to take my own journey and really start to change my life around and, and dive into personal development knowing that if I could see Jeff go through these changes and transformations then I certainly can do it as well and he just gave me that inspiration and motivation to do it as well so it's it's quite the fascinating story and uh yeah, it's, it's just amazing to see what can happen when you follow your own internal compass and find your answers rather than listening to other people's. So yeah, we should discover our own answers, our own, our own truths. And, and this is done, in my opinion, in a holistic approach, in a holistic way, um, through our mind, through our body, through our spirit or inner self or whatever resonates with you. And uh, an example that I want to use is nutrition. And why is nutrition so damn complicated? It seems every diet or, or diet fad or, or new, new trend in the nutrition space is always getting contradicted at some point by some other expert or some scientific research. 
There's no clear cut answer that says, hey, this is the diet or this is the food groups that you, you need to follow that everyone should follow. That just doesn't exist. And Jess and I kind of follow the, the pegan diet, which is uh, kind of Mark Heyman's specialty. And that's what he recommends. And we've done a lot of research in the nutrition space. And we listen to a lot of content. And Jess is actually really fascinating in nutrition and wants to become a nutritionist eventually, a holistic nutritionist, might I add, um, where, where you kind of are the, the one in the driver's seat making the calls. Because even this pegan diet that we we generally follow is essentially a mix of two diets so that right there contradicts each other you know if we only followed one um which is the paleo it's a, it's a mix between the paleo and vegan diet which completely count uh, contradict each other the paleo diet is a hunter-gatherer diet and vegan no meat no dairy like those those two diets have a lot of contradictions within them but we try to eat roughly during the week anyways and we're not completely strict on this because there needs to be a little leeway of lifestyle and not just being so strict um, which I thank Jess for because I would be too strict one way if I didn't have her so I'm grateful for that um, but we try and get a mix of about 75% of our weekly foods of fruit and veggies whole foods not chemically processed um, you know a bit of fish some meat seeds herbs spices healthy fats and oils um, some of the grains and legumes that we eat are quinoa, oats, nuts, lentils, chickpeas, black beans. We try to avoid dairy, gluten, sugar, refined oils, food additives. Um, and that's currently what works for Jess and I through trial and error because there's so much, so many opinions out, out there. And everyone with those strong opinions who may study a certain type of diet, you know, their research does back what they're saying. And it is accurate probably to... Uh, scientific studies yes but there's contradictions and there's like every single body is different every person is a complete different living organism everybody's different but right now that's what works for jess and i it makes our bodies feel the best and it gives us the most cognitive clarity so that's what we do and that's not saying that that's right for everybody out there and the point is that we're all different we all have a different microbiome it's like a whole ecosystem living mainly within our gut. And some things are going to react differently and some things are going to cause more inflammation, um, certain types of diets in some people rather than others. So there is no one answer. And we have to look within that holistic approach within our bodies. What's right for our bodies? What's making us mentally clear? What's good for our spirit? What makes us most effective in the world? And not just nutrition, but our, our whole outlook on life. So referencing back to podcast episode number eight, um, I had the three-tiered pyramid of life, which involves um, the foundation, the body, and the top. A pier imagine a, a triangle, a pyramid in three different sections. And the bottom section is the largest, which is the foundation. The middle, the body, and the top is the end. And the foundation is... Um, something that you, no one but you can formulate everyone every house has a different foundation it's different concrete in every house it's unique to every structure so we need to formulate our foundation that works for us and then there's the body the career the journey the vision our vision for life the work we do 
working on our goals. And that must stack on our foundation. That must be somewhat in line with our foundation. Otherwise, our, our, our pyramid is out of, out of line, out of whack. And then the top portion, the smallest portion of the pyramid, the triangle, is the big end goals, the big stretch goals, you know, the, the cherry on top, in essence. Um, and, and, and only we can formulate that pyramid of life. You know, if, if, if we're taking in information and building our foundation based on what other people are telling us to do, we're going to build this house. We're going to have this pyramid of life all the way to the top. We're going to get those end goals. We're going to have a career. We're going to have our journey. And we're going to get those end goals at the top of that pyramid. And we're going to get there. And we're not going to be satisfied or fulfilled because we're going to say, holy shit, did I just do this? to impress people did i just do this because i was supposed to and that is something i fear aggressively i don't want to spend my whole life you know building this sturdy foundation for other people and having a career or having a journey to satisfy and impress other people you know i need to make sure those are congruent to my foundation what are my values what are my beliefs what are my morals and to make a statement, these can be altered or changed from the ones we grew up with. Because as I mentioned earlier, as kids, we were taught what to do based on what our parents or our teachers are telling us. But if we don't shift that, we're going to have values, beliefs, and morals based on our parents, based on our, our teachers, based on something that we ourselves did not formulate. Um, and, and, and an example for, for beliefs, you know... Uh, that I have is I went to church my whole life growing up every Sunday and I went to a religious school and I don't have anything against religion and I don't have anything against my parents and for having that belief but it just never sat with me the whole time every you know my whole life going to church it just never fully resonated with me I really do believe that it has great values and great morals built into the religious system don't not get me wrong it's they're preaching very good things, you know, be a good person, treat others as you would like to be treated, all these other things. But the the structure of it and just the whole way it's presented just didn't align with me. And I really had to figure out my own spirituality, my own inner self and, and, and formulated that on my own to something that resonated with me and means something to me instead of somebody else's beliefs put onto me but I had to figure that out I had to find my own answers I couldn't get that passed on from my parents because it just wasn't sitting right with me and and we formulate these these beliefs these values these morals but we need to formulate them from our why we need to discover that by asking ourselves why do I believe in this why are these my values why are these my morals why can't I live without this not from the media, not by influencers, not even by our own family or friends, but from what's inside of you. And how can we discover these answers? Again, through that holistic approach, mind, body, spirit. Number one, again, for me, step one for me was going from a fixed and closed mindset to a growth or open mindset because I had such a closed, fixed mindset on what I was born with and what I believed based on my upbringing. And that really 
didn't allow myself to blossom and flourish and grow that left me in such a constricted box that that, that was just going to leave me stagnant. I had to open my mindset, open my my mind to different possibilities and different opinions. And then from those different opinions and teachings, I formulated what resonated with me and, and created my own meaning of my own life and what was important to me. I built my own foundation. And again, a good book for mindset is uh, the book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. I've mentioned it in a few podcasts and it just really breaks down how to go from and what is a closed or fixed mindset to to going to that and expanding to that uh, growth mindset. Uh, number two is kind of a bit more the inner work, the spirituality. Start your own daily practice. And again, as I mentioned before, this could be journaling, writing, meditating, sitting in silence, asking yourself questions at the end of each day to, un- to uncover your truths. Uh, because without this slowing down process on a daily basis and without this inner practice, um, we are just taking in external influence and we're letting that formulate everything for us. We're not giving ourselves the time to find the, our own meaning and reflect on what's important to us and what actually is is our foundation. So we we don't need, but it's very beneficial to have that daily practice. And then along with that daily practice, take in new content. It is good to explore Explore books, explore audio, explore teachings, documentaries to see what resonates with you. Even in these podcasts that I say, I don't expect anyone to take everything I say literal. You know, if there's something that clicks or something that's like, ooh, that's a good point, you know, that's resonating with you and maybe follow and pursue that point. You don't have to follow or pursue every single point you hear from every external source. But it's good to expand that contact and that vast, uh, the vast opinions don't, don't get sucked into this is the way you have to live. But it's like, yeah, oh, that's a good point. Maybe, I, maybe that will work with me. And once you have that new information or knowledge, we have to take action and implement it to know if this knowledge is right for us. Can, can it, once we take those actions, does it work for us? And knowledge and action are very different, right? So we need, to, we need to pair the two. And if you're having difficulty following through, I strongly recommend getting help from a coach. You know, I've been in coach training for the last six, seven months. And I, I love the fact that coaching isn't telling people what to do. A coach does not give you the answers but it helps clients to have their own internal discoveries, create new awareness and create new ways of thinking or looking at things that will help them to follow through on the strategies and action steps that they come up with themselves. It gives them the time and space to be more creative and and to think things through and to come up with their own action steps because it's so easy to get lost in this what can be sometimes confusing and difficult life. And a coach is there to offer assistance in progressing clients on their own individual paths. They, the coach helps 
them to discover what their values, what their beliefs, what their morals are to them, not what they've inherited, but creating their own foundation, stacking that body. What's, what's their ideal career or their journey or what's the goals they should be going for for their own reasons, not for other people? And, and what's their big stretch goals and end, end goals? And a coach is there to facilitate this and come up with action steps and hold them accountable. And it's a, it's a really cool process. But in the end, the answers you need in life don't come directly from exterior sources. It is highly unlikely that other people know what's best for you. We are all different, all unique, all complete individuals. It is our responsibility to look within ourselves, to come up with what is best for us. It is important to look at our lives in a holistic manner. Use trial and error to implement the teachings or lessons that resonate with us the most. Your mind, your body, and your spirit belong to you and you only. Discover, develop, and deploy your internal answers today. And you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone has a great day. See you.